Welcome to the Icky Lousy Junkie Live Showdown. I'm Jamie Black. And I'm Angela DeMarco. And this is where you can laugh, cry, learn, and grow with some of the Icky Lousy Junkie Life choices we've made. And we all make them! Uh-huh. Yes, we do. <laughs> we do make them, Jamie. I'm hungry. You're hungry. And, I'm eating. And today is the first day that I am now officially unemployed indefinitely, again, thanks to this freaking coronavirus. No, it's thanks to the people that aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing. Well, yeah, that too. But, man... We have a guest today. Yes, we do. What's our guest name, Jamie? <laughs> Dan Belshaw. Dan Belshaw is our guest today. Yay, Dan. I'm only used to seeing Dan at concerts. Yay. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> so it's nice to have Dan <laughs> on this format. <laughs> yes. Uh, um, yeah. Thanks for having me. So uh, tell us a little about yourself, Dan. Glad to be here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know Jamie... Sure, I've known Jamie for a fair bit uh, um, through work. Uh, we used to work at the same place. Uh, I still work at that place. Um, and I just do stuff with like data and operations for a healthcare provider, I'll say. Because I say something dumb on the podcast and don't want it to tie back to, to my work. I understand. No one can look me up on my name. Right. Uh, well, we're glad to have you. <laughs> yeah, we're glad to have you, Dan. Thanks for taking time out with us this morning. Glad, uh, glad to be here, uh, yeah. I'm sitting down here. Yeah, we're going to be, we're shifting where we're sitting so we can hear a little bit better. Is that okay? Sounds All good. Right. All right. Yes, Don't and I can slouch a little bit more too on my end if that works and then we're all. Perfect. Perfect. All uh, comfy. So Dan, are you working from home right now? Yes, I've been working from home. Uh, actually, yeah, it was, uh, we already were working home one day a week, uh, mesmerized by G. Jamie's uh, white orb that he's twirling his fingers. Yes, um, Jamie when, has an uh, innate uh, talent of like, not okay, sticking to the home. subject. <laughs> he distracts from everything. <laughs> I can't help it. Yeah. There, are, there are fun things around. But we you have shouldn't a guest. have fun things around. We have a guest and he's working Jamie. and we should keep it on track. Yeah, but you have fun things around. I know. Anyway, so... Uh, Jamie's irascible. I think that's, that's the right word, right? Like a rascal? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Dan, Dan Belshaw, um, tell us, tell us uh, what you'd like to talk about today. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I guess I could go with the uh, uh, school, uh, the time at uh, college, I guess, in general, I could start with that. Um, that arduous sort of journey, because I was thinking that was there's some other things there's a lot of of, of dumb things i've done or uh, bad choices i've made um <laughs> i don't know how many of them i've learned from <laughs> enough uh so i continue to make them um but i you know i, I was kind of thinking that the, the maybe the school part is something where i i uh I, I like i always go back like if i'd done this one thing differently like I, coming out of high school going to college like i really think you know in um in uh Europe and other places they take a gap year or like in New Zealand I guess they just go travel or something and I think you know I was just a little bit wishy-washy in kind of high school and then in college just kind of went into um well I, I could have at least gone to college like not pigeonholing myself into like an engineering major which I I think was a bit of a, a mistake there um because even though I like math and science I didn't like engineering that much so that was a, of a, of a, a bit of a problem for me there why did you choose engineering then just because you, it was a good option. I, yeah, I mean, like it was the U University of Illinois uh, in Urbana uh, was a good school for that. And uh, uh, yeah, I mean, like those are I was I was good at math, um, and so it's like, all right, well, 
uh, do engineering because that's a good degree and then you'll, you know, people use that. Um, but then just as I was kind of going through that, I was like, yeah, I don't care so much about any of the engineering part. I mean, I like building G.I. Joe uh, figures when you would buy G.I. Joe in the 80s and you had like the, the kit, you know, the kits and you have to put, read the instructions to put together the, um, the, the Jeep or whatever or the howitzer or the howitzer that got towed by the Jeep or the base. Um, you know, like that was always fun, like those schematics, but then like design a table or something. I didn't really, uh, I, I didn't do good with that. Did they make you do that? They, there was a group project and I was the jerk in the group project that didn't really contribute anything. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's sort of when I started just kind of like uh, with, with, with drawing from that uh, uh, emotionally and mentally. Um, it kind of, uh, I, I found myself um, going to classes less often than I probably should was, was one of the things that in school, you usually have to go to classes. Um, and I found myself not going to several um, and just kind of like hanging out in my dorm room or playing um, uh, the, the game that was really good, the G.I. Joe. I was just speaking of G.I. Joe. They had a uh, shooting game in the, uh, um, the commons. Is that what it's called? Where they have like the cafeterias around there. One of the things, the, whatever the sort of main building is, kind of like the admin type building or something where they do and they have fun things like uh, cool tables or something. And uh, yeah, so I got good at that. I could finish that game on $1, which was pretty good because uh, uh, Destro himself took like two quarters uh, if you're playing by yourself. Um, so I was pretty proud of that skill that I developed. <laughs> From this is what I heard. And can you just repeat you this? You just edit out most of me? <laughs> no. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> no, but um, so you stopped going to classes and you were hanging out a lot in the commons and you got really good at this game. Is that what we heard correctly? Yes. <laughs> yeah, basically that. I just kind of, uh, I just kind of like uh, stopped going to school, uh, which isn't a good thing to do. And it's kind of, that also then you get that nice fun, uh, guilty feeling as one should uh, when, when you're not uh, going to classes there um, and just wasting uh, your parents' money. It's always a fun thing too, uh, to have that. Um, yeah, I don't know. And it's because I was away from home, you know, two whole, three whole hours in Champaign. Um, but those, those 3 a.m. Greyhound bus trips were always uh, fun back home. Um, I was away from my girlfriend, uh, my high school sweetheart, uh, for like the first extended time. Um, and then, yeah, so I just kind of, I, I didn't adjust well to, to that, to things. Yeah. Um, and I got used to just like the, the phone, I got like a fear of, of like the phones ringing that has a certain type of phone ring. Like, uh, because when I would be in my dorm and the phone ring, I would assume that it was like one of my professors calling to yell at me for not going to class. <laughs> it really, wasn't really what they were doing, but, but I just knew that if I picked up the phone, someone was going to yell at me. <laughs> so I, I kind of really just not <laughs> connected well with things. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of college students have that problem. And that's why I sit here and I, with my kids, even, you know, I taught college for a while and. I taught at a community college and I thought it was, I had a, quite a few students who went to university and then they failed out. And so they were coming back to the community college to get their grades up so they could go back to school. And I would always say, like, I would notice, I think that's a great time when you first get out of high school to go to college, go travel, like you said, like go to community college first before you go spend all that money. Um, Cause I know I, shit by the time I finally decided what I wanted to be I had already had enough credits to probably have a PhD in 15 different uh, subjects but not enough credits in one topic to have one particular degree spend a lot of un uh yeah exactly 
Yeah. Um, I mean, some people going in, uh, you spend a lot of money or, or and time on that. I mean, some people know exactly what they want to do and like groovy for them and like go into it and, and are um, just kind of more focused than I was. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's ultimately kind of what happened. So after college, uh, I knew, uh, you know, I did okay the first semester and then the second semester um, I went home. Uh, I knew that I was going to be just flunking out there. Um, and, uh, like the last morning I did have a nice, my, my last morning did have a nice little bit, uh, when I was walking to, to get some food and it was really morning. I was going to get picked up and it was going to, going to be getting, uh, kicked out. Um, just kind of, I don't think they, I don't remember what they specifically said, but I just knew like, well, that's, they're not going to keep me around. Um, but then there were these rabbits that were playing in the lawn and there were three of them and one would, would sit down and then a, a, another one would like run at it full speed and that first rabbit would jump straight up while the other rabbit ran underneath it and then that rabbit that had, then that rabbit would run towards the third one and then that third one would jump straight up and then they would just take turns just like running at each other and then jumping over each other and it was uh, a pretty fun <laughs> watching that that's cool um but yeah that's that sort of nice moment that i kind of like look on as as like one of the first memory like i try to keep that as a good memory of of, of uh university of u of i kind of because like yeah because then there are other good memories too, but I like to have like, that's the last sort of memory and that's the good one to like end it on. Right. Instead of crying, screaming, being dragged out of your dorm room or something. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think I want to hear when you got arrested too. I mean, I think- Oh, I all right. Yeah, we can talk about that for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, ultimately I did finally graduate from college. I had a few more bits. I did do community college for a bit with my dad. and uh, With my dad. No, my dad didn't go. I went to the school that my dad taught at. That makes a little bit uh, more sense. Although it could have been a buddy comedy if we'd gone to school together. Um, and then uh, ultimately after two more degrees, uh, I did wind up in the theater uh, school um, and transferred to the theater school right before uh, they kicked me out of computer science school or college of computer <laughs> science. Um, and uh, then things turned around and then I did well and then I started to get tuition waivers. Uh, so I wasted money, but then at the end we didn't have to spend any money. So it kind of almost balances out a little bit. That's awesome. Well, that's good. Yeah. What? Why are you looking at me? Because I don't. Awesome. I thought like so, we're gonna say something. Arrested. No. I. I mean. So Jamie's like, I. I want to hear. <laughs> Jamie's getting like, all right, school. I want to hear about arresting. No, I'm very sad. I really I'm do, very sad. I just want to pick up the microphone. I just want to talk in the microphone. <laughs> because I've never been. That microphone doesn't work. Because I've never been arrested. So <laughs> it it's kind matter. of fun to hear about other people's uh, stories about getting arrested. It's true. Let's hear about this, Dan. Sure. All right. It's cool. It's fun. I talk about it. I'm going to talk into the microphone. <laughs> uh, right there. Um, Jane is holding up the microphone. I've always been joking into the microphone, but I was talking about that specific one. Um, yeah, so this was a good time. Uh, it wasn't the first time I'd been cuffed because there have been other times for, for nonsense, or at least one other time. But like, this was a good uh, go-to-jail time um, because... <laughs> Uh, I was on the north side. I live on the south side, all, all the way in Beverly, and then I was on the north side. Um, and then I had my friend, one of my friends, uh, had given me uh, a bunch of weed. I'd gone, we'd gone up, we'd gone, like the, I worked at a bar, or had worked at the bar uh, before that, but still hung out there sometimes. And we were going up to see a baseball game that day. Um, but then afterwards, my friend gave me um, some weed, or maybe even before, it was a lot easier to go through security, uh, that like I think I'd asked her to pick up for me or she owed me or something like that. So then I had that in my cargo shorts. And then also from the manager, uh, I had gotten um, some cocaine. So I had that with me as well. So uh, that was uh, good stuff to be carrying around with you when you're on the other, <laughs> other side of the city and then try and get home. 
Um, and I kind of had waited. Yeah. So it's good. To, you know, you, you want to just load up all the bases. And I waited uh, a little too late to leave because I was going to go. And then I was like, hey, I'm going to see my friend at the thing. And I guess I'm going to pick. Uh, and I was like, sure, um, that would be great. But then it took forever for him to get back. So now I'm already like tired and it's eight o'clock or whatever. But I can still get the red line to downtown and then take the metro from there. And like, all right, that should be mostly okay. But then as I got out of the bar, I saw a uh, girl that I had been um, uh, connecting with, you know, not like anything serious, um, but just like uh, hadn't seen it a bit. So uh, I talked with her and then we hung out for a bit. Uh, and so then I had missed like the last Sunday night train. So this is all on a Sunday too. This is, this is really good before, before work starts. <laughs> yeah. So I missed the, I missed the Metro train. So I was going to have to take the red line all the way home and then take like the, uh, what do you call it? The Vincennes bus from, from there, from the red line station. Uh, Cause this was before, you know, cell phones uh, uh, or I had a flip phone, but it was before like Uber and things like that, or like even calling for a cab. And that was just nothing that, that ever really occurred to me to do. Um, but probably should have that day. Uh, and you know, I, but I was a young, I was a young person. Uh, I was just a young boy of like uh, 20, seven you know so just a, a sweet little innocent boy <laughs> who hadn't, hadn't lived yet i was only 27 um that's like whatever oh he's just a young man he hadn't done like he's 35 he should know right. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit better by now but um yeah so so i uh so wound up getting all the way um uh down and off to, off the bus walking home uh it was a few blocks and then i see some people on the corner i figure like something's going on there they're probably selling drugs or something i don't know or they're hanging out at night whatever uh but uh looks fishy uh and then this woman came up to me to ask me for some money and i was like i don't really have anything so I, but i just gave her like a quarter or something or whatever like a, a dollar that i had or, or something just to like not deal with it you could have just given her some coke i was just gonna say i could have i could have i know yeah i mean like oh yeah here's here's some weed. just get the middleman <laughs> Um, here you go. Here's some, here's some drugs. And then as soon as I, 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 I crossed that intersection and then a car came up and turned and I was just like, Oh fuck. Cause I knew, I knew it was the cops like immediately. And I, I knew that like they were, they were, they've been scoping out that corner or something or somehow like, Oh, let's get this guy in, in, in I don't know, in traffic or something weird was there. Uh, but yeah, as soon as I saw it pull up and the, the people pulled out, cause I'm used, I've been used to by then, like, Hey, cop cars pulling up quickly. Those sort of unmarked, you know, SCP things. Um, uh, that wasn't my first rodeo, but yeah, they came, they did the thing. Oh yeah. So they just reached in my pockets to see what I was carrying. Um, and the Coke found the, the, the pot uh, and then found the Coke. Um, and they're like thinking that I had bought it from there. Two of them were, but then like the one cop was like, cause I said, no, I was carrying all the way from the North side. Cause they're like, who's your dealer or whatever. Like I got it from a friend on the North side. Uh, and the one cop was like, I believe him because I haven't seen this pattern. <laughs> or on the coke bags before like a spades or aces or whatever they were like oh, this i have not seen this pattern before uh like all right ruby someone believes me as they're arresting me and uh it was that thing too like later on when it, it got to court where like, like they had told the you know right in the report like oh it fell out of his pocket and then we saw it we saw it fall out of his pocket and then we picked it up you know we didn't just search his pockets for uh no reason because they do lie on those uh, police reports. So got to the uh, Roseland station um, on 111th there and they processed me and they gave me my phone call. It's always good to get that phone call. So I called my mom and told her I was helping out because I lived with my parents at the time too. 
Uh, so I was really doing a, a good, a groovy, groovy thing there. So I called my mom and just told her I was helping my friend out with something, but I expected like I'd be out like the next morning or something, but just, you know, uh, I'm just helping my friend out with something. Uh, I won't be in. Everything's fine. But can you just call my work and let them know I'm not going <laughs> to be able to come in? I think I asked my mom to, to call my work. You just call work for me. Uh, you're not just not going to be able to make it there tomorrow. It'll be late. Um, if you don't want to do no call, no show, that's bad. Right. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but if you do, you know, if you have your mom call, then that looks, that's much more professional. <laughs> right. <laughs> Especially at 27. Yeah, yeah, especially at 27. That's the, because the, just, again, a little wee baby, innocent babe, uh, just in the woods of, of 27 years old. I can't be expected to know how the world works yet. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, exactly. Come on. That's, uh, that, that's, that's for, you know, mature adults of, of 70. And then you can run for president once you reach that age. <laughs> <laughs> but not before then. So the how long were you in? I had, well, let's see. Um, did not get out the next morning. Uh, I was in a holding cell um, by myself, uh, and no one really came to say anything to me the next day. Um, I don't. I think the excuse that they had been using was that the system was down or something like that. So I got to spend uh, probably. Let's see. I came in Sunday night around uh, eleven or so, and then or twelve by then, and then uh, was in until just that cell until Tuesday morning. So I spent like the whole. Um, 24 hours plus or two nights in that one cell by myself and it was cold and I was wearing shorts and it was already too cold for shorts before then and it was definitely too cold for shorts <laughs> now. Wait a second, you were wearing shorts? Yeah, because I was going to a baseball game but it was like the late kind of, uh, it might have been early, no, it was if I was, temp- it was like August or September, it would have had to have been late September, it's like it just started getting chilly. So basically, um, like chillier than expected. Right. So basically, you're you you learn that you should snort the coke before you get on the train. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> they might have let you go if it was just weed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's why I told my parents. I was like, no, I had a lot of weed. That's why I'm dealing with felony charges. I didn't mention. <laughs> I was gonna say. Uh, I just said it was a bunch of weed. But everybody in jail too. Everybody like so when I went got down to Cermak there, uh, or you know California, uh, twenty six in California is sort of the main lockup to get processed and, and do the video thing with the judge and then and then go. Um, they just let me go after that uh, uh, to return later. But um, yeah, everybody like you know, was like, oh, you should just speed walk it. Like I guess you weren't tweaking because like you would have just been speed walking. Like why'd you stop at all when you carry all that? Like yeah, I wasn't like I wasn't planning because it wasn't like I did cocaine all the time. You know, it's just like a fun thing to have once in a while. Um, but yeah, so I did make the mistake of stopping. So never stop when you're carrying uh, illegal drugs and uh, give yourself the safest. Uh, you know, the route that you'll have the least interruptions. Don't let yourself get interrupted. And don't talk to a person that used to hook up with thinking they'd still be able to hook up this time and not then hook up with them anyways and then miss your train and then have to take other trains and then buses when you're when you're carrying illegal drugs like that was the big lesson um because i already knew that cops lie on reports and i already knew that a lot of cars are jerks um prison guards but uh yeah those are like the, the, the big takeaways well i think that's a good lesson to yeah, learn <laughs> a lot of good lessons there i mean one of them not hooking up i mean if you're going to stop and talk to someone you hooked up with in the past you should just hook up with them again <laughs> or if you were close to hooking up exactly and you should just do it unless you're with somebody of course and you should snort the yes. cup before you get on the train oh <laughs> <Yeah>. no <laughs> Because your next worst 
worst choice would have. These like, are all good ideas that, that I probably figured out. Freaking yeah. out. It would have been a lot for me at that time, but I, I could have done it. I could have done it on the train while I was going down. That would also have been good too. That would have been, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was like, so it was like 36 hours or so just, or like just in the cell or something, uh, or 24, whatever, some amount. Um, and, uh, uh that was a lot of fun yep. too. Cause you get a bologna sandwich, not quite 48. Yeah. Less than 48, but more than 24. So 36. And we're like right around in there, but eating, uh, eating the sandwiches was good because I didn't eat meat at the time. Uh, so I didn't eat the bologna sandwich. So I literally had like a, a, a mustard sandwich or whatever. Uh, and then there was a crust of bread that somebody had left over and I wound up eating that at some point during the, the time because I was like, I think it's only been a day, but you know, who knows? And they're not really forthcoming with information there. Um, like, hey, did y'all forget about me? Like, I didn't really get a lot of it. They treated you like you were black. <laughs> yes, and so I think now I, I understand the experiences, so that was good. I, I learned more that day than, than an entire year of African-American history in high school. <laughs> I'm sure you did. <laughs> I'm sure. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Yeah. Did you end up having to do prison now, time? But now it's a funny story. No, I did like one of those, um, uh, one of those pro divertment, diverse, diver, 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 diverting. Is that what it's called when you divert? I don't know. I did a thing where I had to go to a bunch of uh, classes ah. uh, and not do drugs. And then I learned that. So that was good. Um, was Nancy Reagan teaching them? Yes, uh, Nancy Reagan was. Um, she was wearing the same outfit that she was in that episode. Facts of Life. Of Different Strokes. Was she on Facts of Life with that too? Or was, was that Facts of Life or was it? Well, he just said Different Strokes. Different Strokes. Different Strokes. Different Strokes. What you talking about? Just All right. say no. I went to it was Different Strokes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, good for you. Yeah. So now we don't, I mean, so if we're at a, let's say a concert at Ravinia from here on out, which is where I only see you, um, just make sure you don't have pockets full of weed and Coke, uh, you know, and we'll be fine. You do know I almost got busted at Ravinia. Yeah. Right. What? You didn't know this? No. (laughs) Yes. I almost got busted at at Ravinia with weed. Oh, I didn't know. Because I forgot I had it on me. Oh, and they were checking. It was the Alanis Morissette concert. Oh. And they were checking it. And I was like, oh, fuck. And I was like, okay, what am I going to do with it? And I tried to hide it. It didn't work. And I'm like, fuck. And he's like, I'm going to let you go take that somewhere. And I'm like, okay. So I took it and I stuffed it down my underwear <laughs> and came in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, it was very scary because I had completely forgotten it was in my pocket. Well, you're lucky you had a cool person. Oh, yeah. Oh, I did it. one time in line at security. I realized I had my hitter box on me, but airport security. <laughs> and I was already in line for the TSA. And I was just like, oh, shit. Because I'd just forgotten like the, um, uh, uh, that I had, because I don't usually carry it, but I had because it's 420, like the week prior. And I was wearing the jacket again. You know, I want to be cool on 420. Uh, and smoke some pot afterward. Uh, and then I, so I just had to do like this very slow, uh, bye. And it was like, my friend had given me that hitter box. It was very, very sad that I was just throwing it in the garbage. Well, I guess now you don't have to worry about it in Illinois if you have less than how much? Shit, I don't know. I, I always have less than whatever it is. There's so a, there's a less 17 than 17 pounds? 17 pounds? Isn't it about 17 pounds? <laughs> 17 pounds? <laughs> right? I think it was something like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's 17 pounds. That's what as I, long I, as I keep, it doesn't exceed yeah. its target. Yeah, yeah, I keep 16.9. 
Yeah, I like to give sixteen point nine pounds because then it's funny and I can like giggle to myself because yeah, it's like sixteen nine. Um, so yeah, that'd be good. Oh man, man. Well, that was some good stuff, huh? Don't you think? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, thanks, Dan, for for sharing with us. Me too. Yeah, I, thanks, Dan. And, and you sure you you sure, sure. You the story about the arrest to be out in the interwebs? Fine, that's fine. I. That's all right. It's it was in the blotter for a while, and it's you know it's all cool. It's all in the past. It's not like the only person who's ever been arrested. I mean, look at Hunter Biden. His dad's president now, so it all works. Out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe my dad can be president one day. Right. <laughs> oh man, that was uh, great. Great. Well, well, thank you, Dad. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm- I'm falling asleep. I'm I know, sorry. I don't fall asleep. I have so, so much to do today. So thanks, Angela. Thank you, Jamie. Thanks, Dan. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you, Angela. This has been the Itchy Lousy Junkie Life Show, and I'm Jamie Black. And I'm Angela DeMarco. Have a great life. Have a great life.